that guy from that band singing that song to his high school students because he's a high school history teacher now? No. Uh, there are, apparently you can find like over the years different instances of this guy in his, with his acoustic guitar in his classroom being like, this is the story of a girl, and then answering questions about what it's like to be a one-hit wonder. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? It's very charming. <laughs> and the students, you know, they're all kids and so they're taking pi- pictures and it's like hey so my history teacher he had this hit way back in the 90s that he wrote about <laughs> this oh, girl God. and now they're married and that's them and it's very that's funny, funny. well Is, i'm recording now so oh. uh well, i read a mind-blowing thing huh. yeah that 70s show premiered in the 90s if mm-hmm. it premiered today oh no don't do it it would be that 90s show it would be <laughs> Sophie <laughs> can't believe it uh, welcome to Podlander Drumcast and Outlander Podcast I'm Allison I'm Julie that's Janine hi uh, we are as requested and also oh I almost got that instead oh yeah Julie and I are both drinking cream ales is yours also a cream ale no it's a no wheat. it's a they heaven, make a cream ale a heavenly they? body golden wheat non-alcoholic mm. Sophie, you're they you're have a coffee, all up in a my coffee fucking grill. Uh, Guys, this is maybe stout. my third beer in like almost two months. Ooh, that's a good, that's sound. A good sound. I want you to know Julie's secret Santa. Who's your secret Santa? Lauren. Lauren, that she just poured her whole beer in that thing, and there is so much room so to much spare. Room to spare. Oh that my is God. a good size. The, the actual beer doesn't even come all the way up to Pamplemousse. <laughs> the foam is. Oh, on I the didn't realize it said Pamplemousse on, on the, the back. back. Yeah, that's. Y'all are cute. <laughs> I was telling Julie, I had this, um, the, the sound you're hearing Janine make is um, <laughs> friend of the show, Kate Kalzik, uh provided us a box of her annual My Family Makes a Million Christmas Cookies and we give mm-hmm. them to the people we like. Um, with great care, everything is separated and it's very, it's the best. Anyway, um, that looks good. That's this got some almond so he made on it. Here's one of anyway, these. I, as I was filling out my secret Santa survey, I thought, you know what, this is like perilously close to the line in terms of uh, Julie. It doesn't fucking matter for Julie. Julie is not a journalist. I'm barely a journalist, but I'm enough. Stop of, it. But I'm like, <laughs> I mean, like I didn't go to J school. I don't, okay. re, I, I report other people's news, but I have yet to break actual news myself. And mm-hmm. I don't know that that will ever happen. You know, I'm f- primarily a critic anyway. Still, it's enough of a, of a thing where I'm like, I probably shouldn't be accepting gifts mm-hmm. from people. This is my job. It just, I don't know. And then the second those fucking pictures started showing up, I was like, why did I do this? This is like, yes, hello, friends out there. I haven't met some of you. I haven't met most of you, but I've met a number of you. Mm-hmm. I've spent significant time, some of it highly intoxicated, with a sizable percentage of you. It's true. Uh, so it would not be unethical for me to fucking do a Secret Santa. I feel so dumb. It's okay. Anyway, do it next year. I have uh, FOMO. <laughs> Scottish FOMO. That was good. <laughs> you know what? Thanks that, for translating. That mm-hmm. else, but it felt a little Fergus because I, I thought there was some French in there too. Femme. FOMO. 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 Le FOMO. Um. Anyway. Two girls, one moi. <laughs> so, for people who aren't in the Slack, um, the drunk cast Slack put together a voluntary Secret Santa, and uh, very thoughtful gifts are currently flying not just across the country, but across this planet, mm-hmm. which is extremely cool. Yeah. 
It's it's just the it neatest. was really fun, and everybody posts their pictures of stuff, and it's just fun. Yeah. People are having a good time. It's anyway. Th- uh, thank you to Laura for putting that together. Yes, she's the one that started it, and I believe she's the one that built the spreadsheet. But don't quote me on that because there's so many nerdy bitches on there that love a spreadsheet. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Yeah. We've got a Google Map now. That's mm-hmm. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Uh, because yeah. of the Google Map, some people found out that they live extremely close to each other. That was very cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so it's a it's a very holly jolly time in the old drunk cast slack. But that's not why we're here. No. No. Why are we here, folks? Oh man. Season five trailer. Which none of us have watched. No. Uh, the cookies. I'm, do it. Eat the cookies. <laughs> Just keep eating them. <laughs> Kate knows what she's doing. I remember from last year that these are really good. Ooh. Julie, do you want one? I just ate Here's one. Here's a it lemon looks like thing. A, look like oh, hey, here are those tiny mints that we all loved last oh, year. Yeah. The little mints. This looks like Meringue a cookie mints. ice cream cone. That's cute. Oh, that is adorable. I, I bet like that's that. very peanut buttery. Good. Um, mm. Anyway, uh, I also have a quesadilla. I promise not to eat it into the microphone. I know how some of y'all feel about that. Oh, my God. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, there's also first Outlander sneak peek clip. Oh, is that new? It's from five days ago. Uh, that might be the same. Isn't it the thing? I thought it was a trailer. It's not a trailer? Nah, I don't remember what it was called. I know that it's season five related. Outlander season five. Did it, did it, did it, ba, da, ba, ba. Five days ago seems right. That five, seems yeah. like the day that it, whatever this is that everybody's been. <laughs> when, five, when suddenly the entire Slack channel was like, hey, you guys doing an episode? Are you going to do this? Are you going to watch Stars. it? Thank also, you guys. We for are yeah. still Facebook doing friends. our Swizzle Nuff hot list. In fact, we, we? Uh, we, know. yeah, no, we're doing it. <laughs> It just, you know, December got crazy. I was telling mm-hmm. these folks I very stupidly took a part-time job um, at the single busiest time of the year for me. I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, uh, too late now. In it's like too a, late. In a very busy, like, industry, now. too. Like, well, <laughs> is it? Well, for that one, I guess you're, you're I right. Believe, oh, my God, there is a Fraser's Ridge Yule Log. Yo, I did know about that. What? what? I'm doing that tonight. I love, in, <laughs> I, in fact, I have to go update what's on tonight. I did a... Three Yule Log rundown for the AV Club and what's on tonight over the holiday break. And it was the Nick Offerman one and the Doctor Who one. And I can't remember what the third one what was. What do people do with the Yule Log oh, that makes that it about them? It. it was a frozen thing. So um, it's usually, well, the Nick Offerman one mm-hmm. is, have you seen that one? Isn't it just him sitting in front it's of a Nick fire? Nick Offerman sitting in front of a fire, <laughs> slowly drinking whiskey. All right, that's cool. It's for my For like fa- 45 minutes, but then they released one that's, the same thing looped over and over again so that it is 10 hours long. Excellent. It's my favorite gift. It's, <laughs> it's just wonderful. Um, and then the Doctor Who one, they do a different one every year, and I don't know if there's a new one this year, but there was last year, and it's like a um, cabin, and there's a fire, and then every once in a while you hear the TARDIS and you see a shadowy figure in a long coat come out and Whoa. warm her hands, and then she gets back and okay. she goes. Um, I don't know what the frozen one looks like. I just got an email about it from Disney Plus, but apparently, it, I mean, it looks extremely cozy. Well, it's and it's it supposed to be in the big house, right? And four seconds. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? This is missing. No. This had better go away. Oh. Here, I don't Number need sound one, in a fucking Yule log. Oh, I, I just want to hear the crack. Yeah. Yes. I need but I don't sound need use fire. Push forward a little bit. Does it go away? It better go away. Oh, fucker. Nope. No, that's not, that's too no, much. No, wait, fuck that. Too. Oh, and that's Roger. Nope. No. That's too much. Come on, you guys. No. I like no. that song. Here, because here's the 
here's the thing. Now, I if I want this sound. homey scene, first of all, big problem. It's the not, fire the place is not big house. enough. I mean, I suppose maybe this could be their bedroom. Okay. Maybe it's their bedroom because they do have a fireplace in their bedroom. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the big fire in the big house has to be big enough for a giant cauldron, pot, cauldron yeah. thing and to like push a pig in and shit, right? Man, I, I'm I bummed it. off about. I that hate it when they do that. Yeah, because now if I want to use this U log, I have to find a different U log and use the audio from that U log. Actually, this yeah. raises a very important question to all nerds out there. See if you can help me. I've fallen into the Christmas romance this year, and I don't know what it is. I'm fucking all about it. But, oh, Christmas romance in general. Just I'm right. I'm a sap this year, and I think I was talking with Neil about it. I think it's because it's been so long since I waited tables that I've finally kind of gotten over the hump of really feeling rage at this time of year. So I got I want my Yule log up on my TV screen, right? Mm-hmm. While I look at my big fat important note. lights. Nick Offerman one. At one point, you hear him go. That's so awesome. And other than that, just fire sounds. No music. I found a no good language. one on YouTube okay. that's literally just the fireplace and the crackling yeah, box. That's my favorite And job. it's the full screen, which yeah. is what I wanted because I wanted it to look like there's a yep. fireplace. Yeah, oh, sure. I'm familiar. How do, is there a way, y'all, for me to have that, including the fireplace sounds, but then use my speakers or something to play Spotify from the television? Is that even possible? Or will I have to use my phone and like the Bluetooth speaker Instead of my stereo system. Um, well, so if you had it, well, I know on Xbox you can do it. Okay. Because like it's, it, it, the app on Xbox is built in a way where Spotify can play over the games you're playing. Okay. So it can play in the background while you have like. But will it do that with a video mm-hmm. in addition to a game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Would it take away the crackle sound though? Uh, I didn't do it. Like, I think I did it a little bit and I just didn't like it. So I got rid of it. So I couldn't right really on. tell. Yeah. I think what I'm going to end up doing is when I have my next like zone out in front of the Christmas window time, I'm just going to turn on the Yule log and then hook up my Bluetooth speaker in there with my Christmas in Soulsville. By the way, if you've never listened to that Christmas album, you're welcome. Oh, I'm familiar. It's best. Um, other Christmas albums I'm rocking out on at the moment. The Casey Musgraves Christmas album is yep. legit. It's very good. Uh, I made Julie watch part of that special with me. It was cute. It's cute. Stupid, but yeah, but, but like, cute. Like, like, in, like Cupid. In an old like 70s variety show. Very old fashioned, corny nostalgia. Ooh. That reminds me too. There's another one right now that's a little bit like that, but it's just the album. It's Anna Gasteyer, and the name of the album is Sugar and Booze. Oh, it's so fun. It's great. And it does have that kind of like older Christmas yep. kind of like 60s, 70s uh, kind of vibe to it. Cool. I got really irrationally mad because when they released the first single from that, which was the Maya Rudolph one, mm-hmm. um, which the premise of that one is she goes on basically she goes on vacation and is like fuck everything i'm staying here fuck my stupid boss and my stupid boyfriend and fuck all of them i'm gonna take care of me uh and it's delightful um and everybody misinterpreted it like i read three different news articles that that were like about her trying to find a present for her special someone i'm like yes her special someone is her she's getting rid of the shitty boyfriend the special someone is her and Mm, as if Anna Gasteyer would ever. Never. Never. Anyway. Um, What's ooh. another one that you're listening uh, to? I am usually touch and go on Adina Menzel's voice outside of like a story, right? Mm-hmm. Like your Frozen's, your Rents, etc. 
But her Christmas album is kind of delightful. Mm. And she does I've Got My Love to Keep Me Warm with the Billy Border. And it <gasps> is a delight. Oh, yay. It's very, that harmony is great. They both sound like they're having a great time. Anyway. Um, and then just always and forever, the perfect pop Christmas song all I want for Christmas is you. And you saw so that it hit number oh, yeah. one for the first time For the time very this first week. time, that is mind-blowing. I love it. It makes me so happy. It, that Did is, you watch her Billy on the Street? No. Oh, God, it's, it's not so my favorite Christmas song, but I appreciate it for what it is, which is a perfect pop Christmas song that came along at a time where there wasn't like a lot of popular Christmas music made between, you know, like the late 60s and the yeah. early mm-hmm. 90s. It's it's now it belongs in the same like canon as Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Frankly, let it snow. Yeah, I, uh, shit like that. I can't yeah. listen to any Christmas music except for big band Sinatra, like yeah, old timey stuff. That's like basically my jam. Ooh, I have a you weakness should, you should for try country Christmas music. Jose Feliciano, okay, with a little old Spanish guitar. Oh, that shit's pretty righteous. Yeah. I just if you're especially if old time country would be fun too. My favorite kind of Christmas is slightly sad like <laughs> not sad oh i'm so lonely my life is so hard but like melancholy uh, yes i mean i'm with you like a little because the best christmas songs all have that including all i want for christmas is you i have like like a little twinge to them right <laughs> Ooh. and country that's part of it's why all i'm so twinge. high on that casey musgrave there's the song when i made Oh. oh no, that's okay. We're still, We're still recording, recording, right? Yeah, okay, we, we just can't, can't hear, hear each other. Ourselves. We just sound muffled um, now. Oh, one muffled. Uh, <laughs> okay, you're back. When <laughs> I made Julie watch that special with me, um, it got to a song that she was doing by herself, which is called "Christmas Always Makes Me Cry," <laughs> and I'm watching and like. Neil and Tom and Julie are all mm, um, uh, various degrees of engaged at various points. And I'm <laughs> and I'm mostly watching just because I wanted to. We had just watched The Irishman. I needed a fucking break. So which yeah. The Irishman is excellent, but I needed a minute. Yeah. So I'm watching Casey Musgraves do her thing. And all of a sudden it gets quiet and everyone's listening to this song. And then I hear this. <laughs> and I turn and Julie's sitting there and she went. You're right. She's pretty good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just. I've been a damn sucker this year. I John Denver. John Denver. You know, uh, who got me just recently? It's but it's the pentaton pentatonics. Pentatonics. Pentatonics version. That is. That's hallo- my retail. I Ooh. cannot. They're hallelujah though. I can't tell. Like I listened to that three times in a row. Cried three times in a row. Got mm. myself like I go through an emotional journey with that song. That's Christmas music. I don't know what it is. Even with the kind of sad stuff, I never really get all that sad about it. It's I not, tend to, it's not sad so much as like just, just melancholy. Like, like, yeah, like oh, oh, another year is ending oh. and we're coming sentimental together. And it's sentimental. Yes, sentimental is the right word. Yeah, a little bittersweet, maybe. Sophie, don't choke yourself on the cord. Okay, <laughs> you guys, I want everybody to know that Sophie's okay, she's very old. She started taking painkillers, and she likes them a little too much. <laughs> Ooh, this is a big cookie. Get in there. <laughs> All right. So excited about this. So cookies. we are thumbs down on the Fraser's Ridge Yule Log. Double thumbs Double down. down. It's yeah. a, mm, the cardinal sin of a Yule Log. Don't put music over it. No, Seriously. I will, I will select my own music. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will accept, like if it's, I don't know, Dolly Parton's Yule Log. And it plays Dolly Parton Christmas music at a volume where I can still hear the crackling. Mm -hmm. Then I know what I'm in for. I don't want fucking instrumentals. I don't want elevator music. I don't. I certainly don't want like choirs of children singing. No, no. It's got to be environmental too. I want my Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yes. 
And I want her, in addition to the crackle, I definitely don't want to listen to the Outlander theme song. No. It's a very pretty song. But no. No. I want to hear a little bit of like chimney howl too. I want to hear a little bit of that. Ooh, Ooh like yeah. some wind outside. Yeah. Ooh. I like the crackle and then the occasional like, boom, because yeah. a log Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's what I like. Okay. Ooh, there's so much lemon in this one. I love this. Mm. Sorry, that's what this entire episode will be. It's just me eating cookies. I'm You've sorry. been pretty good about keeping your face away from the mic. I appreciate it. Well, mm-hmm. I, you're, thank you for telling me. I was yeah. worried. <laughs> like, you've been pretty good about it. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> this is Outlander, the Fraser Kitchen ambient room. Watch, this is going to be better than you log. Already better. Oh, yeah. That's way That's better. That's way better. A million times better. You can hear bubbling. Ooh, bubbling. You can oh, hear see? bubbling. That's the big fireplace. So that mm, is their yeah. bedroom. Because mm-hmm. you can see the big... Oh, and they got the howl? There was a wind howl. I like it. Oh, yep. Look for, for baking and shit. Oh, yeah. You can hear the wind outside. Yes, that is better. Use that instead In fact, of... I may actually use this. Mm-hmm. It's not... It's not gonna. It's not gonna be Nick Offerman. It's got an. It's got a little extra helping of Huggy or however you say that shit. Uh, Nick Offerman, Huggy. that guy. Man, oh man, I love, I love that him. guy. Okay. I just want to get a hug murders, from Dublin, him murders, sometime. Dublin murders, Dublin murders, Dublin murders, Dublin murders. Really, I must have missed it. Outlander. Yulog. Was this not official? No, it was official, no, and it was like I last weekend. It's not on the Stars Channel. Okay, I think it's the sneak peek. Outlander. Well, that also is not on the Stars YouTube channel. Oh. Huh. Outlander America. No. No. Um, I mean, it's gotta be real, right? Oh, hey. Sam Hewen was on the Tonight Show three days ago. Yeah, because guess what? Oh, I know. I'm well, very sorry. What happened? It's it's a travesty. What happened? Here's the thing. What? If it's great, I'll tell you. Think about, think about what how what that's going to do to your opinion of Sam Huon. If it's great, it's a hard road to hoe. Oh, I know, <laughs> but it could be great. Um, Sam Huon is playing Paul Newman. Oh, Julie has a, Julie and I share a special. Well, actually, no. It is a it is a mutual but separate. Paul, deeps rooted Paul, Paul, Paul Newman appreciation. Paul Newman is an American hero. Like yeah. yes. he is, there is and something special about him. Literally well, the most handsome man thought. that's ever lived. <laughs> sure. I mean, I've seen the salad dressing bottles. I know. Well, that. it's because he's he's the most. Um, uh, what's the word when it's the symmetrical? Same? Yes, he's the most symmetrical face ever on film. Did you know that? No, I yes, didn't know that. True. That's not like a fact. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> that's what makes him so good on camera, and it. And Neil and I got into a really long conversation about it the other night. And it's not just that he was born gifted genetically. Yeah. It's that he was also a really fucking good actor. actor. (laughs) And a good director. Right. And a good person. Yeah. So it's just like he's the hat trick of hot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, if Sam Hewing can pull that off, that's going to be a big mm, deal. um, No, I don't want to really see it. What? It's in a movie about Patricia Neal and Roald Dahl, so he'll have a very small part because it will only be about his... Role Paul Newman's role in HUD, which he starred in with Patricia Neal. Yeah. But that's like the hottest Paul Newman, and I'm just a little bit <laughs> shook and not in a good way. Okay. Here okay. we go. All right, sneak peek clip. First Outlander 5. Wait, I'm going to open. X01 sneak peek clip. I'm going to open up my uh, LaCroix Pamplemousse. What's this one? Um, all right. 
I, I mean, fizzy. Did they, what, maybe this was on TV and somebody taped it? Because this is not, it's really weird. Okay. Hi, Outlander fans. We are here because we have something special for you. To help all of our dedicated fans get through Droughtlander, yeah, we are Fucking she said Droughtlander. at the first episode of the new season. Yes, so without further ado, enjoy. his wig. Oh, good, a vista. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so back in Scotland. Okay. Was that Leary's place, wasn't it? Ugh, oh, Pimple Moose knee porn. Everybody was right. That is some sweet knee action. Dude, put those. He looks good. Fuse away. Oh, man, he does look well, good. he's younger. <gasps> oh, my God, are we going to meet? Are we going to meet his mom? She's gone. No, he's not. It's wee Jamie. Oh, it's old Jamie Fraser. Baby Jamie. When you were no more than a week old and a bonny lad at your mother's breast, I knelt at Alan's feet as I now kneel by yours. And I swore to her by the name of the threefold God I'd follow you always. Oh, my God. To do your bidding and guard your back when you became a man grown was needing such service. She's gone now. But I'll always be with you. Damn. Always. Well, until I'm gone, but, I mean, let's not really get into it with a five-year-old, I guess. Okay, good. Careful. I was about to say, is that all they're going to do? Big house. Yes. Just yes. Oh, is he going to shave him? That's hot, too. Looking like you've been to the war and back. Not today, anyway. funny. <laughs> About what the day has in store for me, rather you have a plate to my throat. Yeah. But for you, a day off from working on the house, at least. Yeah, first in a wee while. Mm-hmm. We have a floor under our feet now and a, a roof above our heads. Couldn't have done it without the help of some of the men. I do like it. Kind of like for the gift of this cabin. Middle-aged Jamie with his little glasses on. I was thinking about the loft. Bree said she'd draw up some plans for me to follow. So, yeah, be the right tools. Well, they say it's a bad tradesman who blames his tools for his lack of skills. Oh. Oh, I don't suppose I've done much building. Or farming, for that matter. Nor do I know how to drive a horse or cut a deer or wheel a sword. uh, This scene is very funny. But I'm sure I'll find a suitable trade to provide for my family. Until that time, you'll have to rely on the skills and traits of others. Yeah. The ring. You asked Marta to make for Brie. 
Thank you. Oh, uh, I thought perhaps... I only expected copper and brass. This one is certainly fit for my daughter. Oh, wow. uh, uh. Nice. We are so excited for you to see the new season. It's funny that Don't it was all just stars. the one this scene, is the but the only place you can see season five. Outlander returns February sixteenth. Only on stars. Huh. Okay. Which is mo this is obviously the most important question. Which is most jarring? Sophie Skelton, British. Katrina Balfour, Irish. Less Scottish. Or Katrina, Irish. To me, Katrina, Irish. They're all pretty... Richard Rankin sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're all pretty jarring. I, I often forget... Like, I think in my head, even in Spy, that's like a an accent. And it is, obviously. He's, like, dialed the the Scots way back. Mm -hmm. But I forget when I hear him talk just normally, I'm like, oh yeah, you really goose that shit up, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you lay it on thick. You know exactly mm -hmm. what you're doing. You get him and it's the old haggis. Katrina's the most jarring to me. Yeah, I yeah and yeah. I think that's just because we've sp spent so much time listening to her talk and voiceovers and everything yeah. too. Oh yeah, the airy no, like, oh God. Mm -hmm. um, oh no. Okay, well, I'm, there was lots of Murta, so I assume that that is exactly. I was very pleased um, to see Murta. Um, it looks like we're going to get some flashbacks to baby Jamie, which is interesting. And I'm wondering if that's going to have something to do with Bree's baby. Like, I don't know if it'll be some kind of like paired huh. thing there. I mean, we're in totally uncharted territory. I've got all kinds of in the book stuff that we can talk about at the end with both those scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, but I thought that, w I mean, I think they were both pretty good. Yeah. Good the, scenes. The second one was funny. The first mm -hmm. one was not. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Um, they found an American girl doll. <laughs> the child looked like, no, well, you're too old. No, for I know doll. American girl. I know American Trust girl. Trust me. I mean, I'm sure you all do, but. Jeremy and I used to go every Christmas one? Eve My just to walk around the store. Yeah. My sister had one. Your sister had, had a couple. Well, mm -hmm. that adorable child. Looks like an American <laughs> girl. Looks like Felicity, specifically. <laughs> oh, yeah. Specific. Mm -hmm. Well, she's the redhead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, with the cheeks yeah. and the... That's the one that. my sister had, because my sister's redhead. So, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I had Samantha, who people always say is like the rich bitch. And that was true, except for Samantha was constantly trying to support the workers' uprising. <laughs> Samantha was working from within the system. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I didn't choose her, but she was hardcore. Nice. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I th I mean, the it was a little startling to see our dearest Pamplemousse not re aged up. Yeah, re Irishman, mm -hmm. um, only with just oh, um, yeah, that was terrible. Normal, no makeup as opposed to CGI. Oh, it was bad. Um, uh, I thought that was great. I thought I thought it was interesting that both scenes were very intimate two person scenes, and there wasn't a lot of like. Because remember, was it the teaser thing that we saw earlier where it was just like a whole bunch of people running around and red coats everywhere and it's confusing and it's just so much action and shit and mm -hmm. you're just like, I, I, I don't know what happened. This was the opposite of that and I enjoyed that aspect yeah. of it. A little sneak peek. Mm -hmm. um, so let before I just spew In the what knowledge I have, mm -hmm. and yeah. again, 
uncharted territory, especially with the Murta stuff. But what, what do you, what, what, what did, what do those two segments make you think about the season? Like if you're going to sort of divine what might happen in this season, what conclusions would you draw? Oh, I think we're going to lose some, we're going to lose someone. I think Murtaugh's going to die. Yeah. I mean, it is a very... I mean, he's not even supposed to be alive right now yeah. in the book. He's so, on borrowed time. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> he's, on, he's on, like, weird time that doesn't exist. He's on some, like, fucking future looper shit. Yeah. Uh, he... He got yeah, the Gemini, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> Marta's going to die. And the kid is going to be a big thing. Young Jamie? No. The... Maybe. Bree's kid, yeah. Mm, have they said his name? No, no, but that's okay. I don't. I'm sure if it's a little boy, she names him after her dad, right? They call him Jem, G, yeah. or sorry, J E M or mm-hmm. Jemmy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the kid's going to be a big deal, and maybe Jamie's relationship to the kid is going to be kind of a big deal. Um, but definitely Marta's going to kick it. And it seems like I, I feel like that little conversation around like Roger finding his way in that time. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a big, but yeah, to, to be like just a normal person in 1967 or whatever it is. And then go back to the revolutionary war times and be like, uh, I don't know how to shoe a horse. I don't know how to drive a wagon. He could be a teacher. He could be a teacher, but in the like frontiers land, there's probably not a lot of like opportunity. And like, what's he going to teach? Yeah. Not definitely not shoeing a horse. No, <laughs> people be like, um, "What's blood?" And they'd be like, "Well, platelets." Oh fuck! God, God damn it! God it would be it. really hard to like to be a history teacher at that time and realize that you can't talk about anything past the like up to where you are. You'd be like, "There was this guy. His name was you know what? Never mind. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back." There's this thing that for money reasons, if nothing else, I'm sure they won't get into where um, occasionally either Roger or Brie will sing a Beatles song in the past. <laughs> That's funny. It just makes, cause then you're like, mm. <laughs> did it, was it, where because, did it come from? Right. right this also, I'm not going to consider this a spoiler because you already know Roger is a musician and you already mm-hmm. know that he is interested in historic music because he does the conventions and shit. So it should not surprise you to know that as Roger is spending his time in the past, he is sort of recording the songs that he encounters and who knows if he'll actually do it on the show. But, um, it's just funny to me to think that like somebody, someone someday in the future is going through a box of artifacts and they find like a collection of papers and it's all like Eleanor Rigby. Right. And and then all of a sudden there's yesterday. Yeah. And you're like, Oh fuck. Paul McCartney's a plagiarist. Where do you find this? Time travel. Wibbly wobbly. Timey wimey stuff. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, The revolution is going to be a big thing in this one too, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Was it the tiny George Washington glasses that gave it away? Uh, I think it was a lot of the running and jumping and playing. I don't actually know. In the first one. I think in this book, it's still going to be mostly pre- I mean, who knows what they're going to do. Right. Right. But if, and it's been a while since I've reread these books. Oh. Um, But if memory serves, because the lead up to the Revolutionary War was long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And the interesting tension, which you've already seen in the previous season, so it's, again, not a spoiler that it continues, is Jamie trying to figure out how long he needs to stay on the good side of the law. Right. Before he can and should switch to, to the, the revolution, yeah. right? Because 
he, I mean, he doesn't want to get killed or go to jail. And also but, he knows who wins. <laughs> yes. But he, but obviously both because of what he believes and because mm-hmm. he knows who wins, he wants to be on the other side. But if he starts speaking out against the British government based on the terms of his indenture, whatever yeah. his pardon and all that shit and all of his property. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd be fucked. So it's that is, I've always found that very interesting. I think that, mm-hmm. I think the inflection point is going to be when Murtaugh gets killed. I think it's going to be related to the British people finding him, hanging him, and then Jamie joins the Revolution. Ooh, ooh. You know what? Yeah. I could see that, bro. Yeah. Well, it's, um, I mean, they certainly set up, I got to go get a beer. I'll be right back. Keep talking. Murtaugh as rebel leader. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the last season. Yep. Um, I'm curious. Right I won't, I'm not going to say too much about the roles that Murtaugh might be filling because uh, like we talked about with Diana, um, <laughs> but also have talked about on the show. Um, he is at this point, an original character, but also sort of a composite of, of like a couple existing of characters. Yeah. Well, now that he's outside of his death, right? He's they're yeah. kind of turning him into something he's else. He's a free agent. Um, but a lot of the <laughs> things he's doing are sort of linked to existing storylines, yeah. specifically um, with the regulators and with Jocasta. Mm-hmm. And those two stories are extremely different. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see which pieces they pull from which. Um we're, gonna see, we're probably going to see Joe Casta this season then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's a... I mean, she doesn't come live on the ridge or anything. She'll be... There'll oh, be I mean, less... why would you? <laughs> Sweet fucking house. But, she's, but she and Murtaugh, well, they're going to spend some more special time together. Oh, yeah. There's, I'm sure they will. Oh, boy. Ooh. That, they were... They were Small a f- silver fox doing it. They were a feisty couple. I like it. feisty. Mm-hmm. I dug it. I'm into it. <laughs> they had kind of an old George and Martha thing going on without the, like, years of abuse. <laughs> yeah. Instead, it's just years of simmering sexual tension that yeah. both of them thought was one-sided. I'm very into it. <laughs> <laughs> the only way it could have been more like, yep, is if they were forced to share the same bed. Oh, no. Oh, what will happen? I love It's my, my favorite stupid trope. I love it so much. <laughs> or for safety, we're going to have to pretend we're dating. I love that one, too. <laughs> I love that shit. Um, so maybe some in the book stuff. Sure. Uh, if you want to read the book that corresponds with this season, the fifth book in the Outlander series, which I think is The Fiery Cross. I believe it is. Um, which hopefully they're going to call it The Fiery Something Else. I remember watching the <laughs> teaser. There was a big fiery thing and it was not a cross. And I thought, probably Goodness. good. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> because at least in the book, it's easier because you've got point of view chapters for Brianna to be like, uh, what? And for someone else to be like, no, 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 no. We're, we're way predating the clan here. This is a Scottish thing. It's not a white supremacist thing. Um, but TV is a visual medium. Right. <laughs> so then it's just a burning cross. Right, so right. anyway, um, if you want to read that book and experience it, oh, kitty, and experience it sort of unsullied and unspoiled, um, skip ahead. I don't know. Oh, or just stop oh, listening now, stop but listening we know you bitches back, won't. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I am warmer on this book than many other Outlander fans. It's a, an unusual structure. Um, if I may, one question. Yeah. How did you feel about the boat book as compared to this book? Like season three book, whatever it was. Um, well. I know, uh, not the TV show, forget okay. that. 
Because it's hard to, for me to divorce. I know the because two. it's terrible. Um, but. I, I mean, <laughs> the books get more complicated and let's say less edited mm. as they go on. Um, <clears throat> baby tree. Yeah. There are some storylines that I don't love in, mm-hmm. well, I mean, in all of the books. Right. Um, but you do but this like the one, I'll cross. say, I'll say the, the thing I like about this one is the thing that most, uh, well, you know what? We're going to pause a second. Julie's going to make it sound like we're not pausing. Um, but I just have to, I want to check my facts cause now I'm in my head about this. Um, Fiery Cross is a book by Diana Gabaldon. It is about some people who traveled in time. <laughs> Why would I pause on this? Yeah, this is <laughs> this really quality content. This is when they did the traveling in time, they also did a lot of fucking. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. will there be it's more the fucking Atlanta in this one? show? Oh man, I hope there's more fucking in this one. Me too. <laughs> there Season will be two and three. I mean, there are fun. twice as many couples to. Well, actually, thrice as many couples oh, to true. fuck now. Yes, that's true. Yeah. But not enough to buy Smenzies. No. God, he's so good on the crown. He was good on the crown, you mm-hmm. know? He's very good on the crown. Yes, I okay. Or okay, you so, got it, you got it. Okay. Okay, we're back, we're back. So the thing that's interesting <laughs> about the Fiery Cross is it, um, you know when, uh, this is an analogy that will work for the two of you and not for many of our listeners, but I'm going to go for it anyway. You're looking at like Gowan a... for it. A, yeah. <laughs> um a progress bar on audio and you can kind of change how big the waves are, right? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. can say like, I want to be able to see in this stretch of space, six seconds, or I want to be able to see in the exact same size of space, 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. They just compress or go wider. Yeah. Um, this one goes wider, right? The whole first chunk of the book is one day. Oh, okay. At a, um, at the gathering and it's, uh, Roger and Bree getting wet ready for their wedding, and Jocasta and a character who is not at this point in the series getting ready for a wedding that has absolutely nothing to do with sex. So it's also not. It's completely. It's different. like a very different thing. Mm. But like, it's like a huge chunk of this large book is devoted to one day. Well, and the structure of the book, it's not That's cool, like though. exclusively. Here's one day. Here's one day. Here's one day. But it is almost that right then both weddings kind of get or at least one of them gets kind of thrown off because of a bunch of political revolution related stuff so then in the next chunk there's another long day and another wedding and this time they're at jocasta's house and there's a murder mystery which is extremely much shit like it just (laughs) oh i want that immediately and people are having conversations in woods and you're sort of piecing together events after the fact because you're getting from a bunch of different points of view on the same period of time. Um, and it's like that. So I'm extremely into it. Uh, there are some problems. It moves very slowly, but mm-hmm. it, it's also, I mean, it's like a Richard Linklater movie. You know what I yeah. mean? You're just sort of spending time with the characters and seeing how they react to different things. Um, so there's a whole like, it's almost like a mini heist, only it's attempting <laughs> to get babies baptized. <laughs> by a Catholic priest who was arrested. <laughs> so they have to like smuggle the babies in and there's a whole ruse and people are creating distractions to get the babies back. I hope that's in there. I, me too. Here's the thing. That conversation that Roger and Jamie are having, Roger and Jamie. Yes, Roger and Jamie. Yeah. I, I 
meant to say Jamie and Roger and said Roger and Jamie and my head told me that I had gotten both names wrong when really I got them right. I just said them backwards. But it meant the same thing. I'm so tired, you guys. I stopped counting my lists, by the way. Um, And I still have one more. Only one more, though. That's good. One more list. Just the one. Um, So so that scene with uh, Roger and Jamie. That is... Obviously in the big house. Mm-hmm. Or if not in the big house, maybe it's in Jocasta's house. But Jocasta's house is so palatial that I very doubt. I don't think so. It felt no, more cabin So yeah. I think it's, yeah. And also he says, and thank you for the cabin, and which is the the cabin they were living in. Sure, which the was Crane Barrel cabin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it will now be Roger and Breeze, and they have the big house. Um, so it's obviously already different from the book because they are not at that gathering when they're talking about the wedding. Now, mm-hmm. maybe Roger and Bree are still at the gathering but just don't get married there. Mm. Um, and so they have to do it again, sort of like the Jocasta wedding, which now isn't happening, has to be rescheduled because that wedding... I mean, who knows? Maybe Jocasta does get married, but not to the person she was marrying originally. Does the not gathering for the in the book happen in Scotland or in North Carolina? Uh, North Carolina. Okay, yeah. because we've already established that there's a huge Scot- Scottish presence. It's the place yeah. that Roger sang at where he and Brie were yeah, going to yeah, yeah. knock boots and he slap shamed her inexplicably. Yeah, yeah. That place is where the gathering was. Okay. Um, that it's not North Carolina in the books. So they mm-hmm. moved it specifically to like have them be on the same space. Anyway. Um, and I'm a little, I'm a little bummed. There's a lot of like Claire having to w- being very frustrated and cold because she has to constantly keep washing cloth diapers in a cauldron over a fire mm-hmm. because there are too many babies. <laughs> And Jamie keeps bringing people by for Claire to feed. So she keeps having to recalculate all of the food she has and how many people can feed and like rejigger exactly how much everybody's going to get and stuff. There's a lot of like fucking in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of trying to track down what people are going to wear when they're getting hitched and it, various intrigues and fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, I That of all, besides the murder mystery, which it's a murder mystery. Um, I like, I have to love it. Uh, that that stuff is my favorite. I mm-hmm. know there are, are a bunch of you because of the books channel on the Slack. I know there are a bunch of you who are just gritting your teeth right now. I looked at Janine when I said that. There was no reason Janine hasn't read these books and barely watches the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm like I, Kelly Bodden, among others, right? Like there are a bunch of people in the Slack who are anti let's just hang out at the gathering and then let's just hang out at Jocasta's and then let's just hang out on the road, <laughs> mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, but I'm sort of pro. I think mm-hmm. there, there are big problems with the books. I think the fact that it slows down and kind of le- takes this very human pace is not one of those problems. I would love it if there were a four episode stretch that was just different perspectives on the same day. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh yeah, me? that would be great. Give me that character shit. I want that. I want Claire and Jamie on the road and hot pass. You know, like, yes, yeah. I want that stuff. I want to slow the fuck down. I don't need so much plot. I need character. We don't need mm-hmm. the, uh, what's the, the last Mohicans where everyone's just running everywhere? Yeah. We don't need that. Uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just need some good old time character. Get some time in there where we can have some sultry looks at each other. Yeah, long conversations. Yeah, but I'm the dinners, person dresses. Who the second to last Harry Potter movie is maybe the best one. 
because it's the one where they're just camping in the woods and not getting anything done because <laughs> trying to save the world is really hard. Yeah. People hate that movie. People and they really are do hate that movie. <laughs> all wrong. They're extremely wrong. It's the one, it's the only one where they feel like people. Anyway, I don't remember any of them well enough. I know my favorite book was the one with the Triwizard Tournament. Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Um, do you remember a very pretty unexpected animated sequence that was kind of creepy and it was a story of the... Three I remember the Patronus, but that was earlier in the story, right? Yeah. yeah no, this no, was like remember. pen and paper animation. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't actually watch that one. Julie, someday know. we'll get high and watch... Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, is that the how one? How disappointing J.K. Rowling is. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, she's in the fucking mix. What an idiot. Is this the one where they where somebody gets crucified up in the air? No. Okay. Never mind. Nope. That's Half Blood Prince. Okay. That's a scary sequence, though. Yeah, it is. They fucked up Half Blood Prince. This is another. <laughs> Someday hot take, hot we'll takes. do we'll do a um like a Harry Potter bonus episode for the Patreon feed. And we'll get... You will. I don't know shit about Harry Potter. We'll get Tori B. Okay. To come on the show, and Tori and I will debate the Harry Potter adaptations. There you go. Um, Hey... Hey Tori, <laughs> hey Tori, you want to be on the show? You wanna you wanna <laughs> talk about Harry Potter adaptations with me? I just heard her scream from wherever she <laughs> you is. You felt it in your yes, bones. Yes, I did. Time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so so there are point is there are already big changes it, outside of Myrta being alive and well. Um, I share your fears that maybe this means he's toast. Yeah. Uh, because that conversation about I mean we've already heard them talk about that conversation because when. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire and um, Mary, Mary, right? Yes. Mary, we, yes, we, Mary, mm-hmm. um, get attacked in Paris. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. Murta takes it so hard because he f- he was supposed to be guarding Jamie's wife and he failed and mm-hmm. he like fucking offers to let himself be killed or some shit. Um, we've already, they have already talked about this specific oath. I think they talk about it again before Culloden. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the books, when... There's a like a a long time where Murta is occasionally mentioned, but where his fate isn't revealed. Mm. And you get this. She does a really good job of this. Actually, you get the sense that it's just a thing we're not hearing about because Jamie doesn't think about it uh. and doesn't talk about it. And at one point, several books after it happened, Claire asks, Sophie. "Hi, Sophie." Get in the chair. Um, and she mentions that she had never asked what happened to him because she she knew from either from research or because he would have been where Jamie was, I don't remember which, maybe both, um, that he had died but didn't want to ask because she knew mm-hmm. it would be too painful. Um, but when Jamie is preparing to go into a battle or a fight or is experiencing some kind of personal turmoil, he often feels a presence on his left and a presence on his right. Hmm. And the presence on his right is Dougal, and it only happens after he kind of m- makes peace with Dougal, and Claire sort of overhears him having a conversation with him, you know, either with his spirit or in his head, whichever you prefer, um, and talks to him about it. Oh, listen to that purr. I don't know if we can. Can you get the mic in there? Oh, that's so cute. I like it. She's very breathy about her purr, too. You can hear you her voice. What? Here's her what I want. Here is my... Oh, my God. Yule log. log plus kitten purr. Yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> you 
just made a million dollars. We just made a million dollars. We can make a million dollars. Who do we know with a fireplace? Chicago. Does Liz Bagby have a fireplace? Maybe. Wait, the Grafton. We can go to the Grafton. Y'all, you might have to edit this out. Seriously, this could actually make money. Okay. I'm looking at the thing. All right. Or or don't and it'll be funny. But but what if somebody steals it? No, seriously. Oh, fuck it. No, we are gonna find a fireplace. You've got fancy camera shit. We can do it. We'll record like an hour of a fireplace. Somewhere, somehow, some way. We will figure it out. We're gonna make this happen. Then we're gonna get a bunch of audio of Sophie purring, Nancy purring, whoever else purring, and it'll just come in and out in waves. Cause cats don't purr nonstop, right? No. no. Just it'll be like the person watching the fire just put a little couple of scritches. Yes. And then it Oh. And maybe it's real. Just maybe occasionally ice cubes. This sounds like so much fun. I'm down. Yeah, we're doing this. We're doing this. This is how we make our fortunes. Are you kidding? Xfinity is gonna pay us money to put this shit on demand. I would love that that if that's how we all made it was our Yule log. Kitten purrs. Kitten log. No, that doesn't sound right. No. No. Um, uh, the perfect Yule log? Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's uh, the one. I'm sorry. I feel bad. But, but it don't. Is, but it don't. is the one. It's the one. <laughs> no music? Nothing. No. No. Fire? Crackly mm-hmm. fire. With occasional. a little occasional thud. Some, some well, of this. Occasional. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's going to be Chicago. Is this going to be like, I mean, if it's a Chicago thing, we can have like the windows rattle a little bit because it's going right. to be an old building. Mm. Maybe hear a radiator click. Oh, radiator sounds. Radiator sounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then occasionally the very faint chime of somebody else's bell yeah. because their delivery is here. <laughs> that and would then, be a true Chicago. Was, was, and then it's. Uh, or train in the distance. Oh, yeah. If it's my building, it's it's a child screaming below you. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. It's the worst. I don't know how, for downstairs neighbors, I don't know how they're so loud. They do such a good job at that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, you guys, nobody's been in the unit above us for several months now because the owner's trying to sell it, and I've got to tell you, it's a gift. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It's amazing, and I've tried to get Neil to pony up and buy it. Like three times. <laughs> just buy it. What if I just put a stairwell in right there, Dude, and then we could have a double. Sad. We could have a townhome. Very um, Bob Liz Newhart Lemon and Thirty Rock. Yeah. yeah, or like Sex in the City when they waited for that old lady to die so Aiden could knock down that wall. Remember yep. that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Patty, where anyway, were we? We were talking about. We were talking we about how, why you you look. Yeah, why um, why you were like why you. Appreciate oh, this book, so yeah. Much. So, on the one, well, no, we were talking about the Murtaugh on your left thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dougal on so, your, he has Dougal, the Dougal yeah. conversation, and then after he has that conversation, he sort of says, Is Dougal on this right? But Murtaugh is the one that ha- just is always there, and he always feels like Murtaugh is with him, and mm-hmm. it's that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> that that whenever he feels that that that's referring to, and obviously there is a very big war coming. So, sure. um, you know, whatever happens, I think Murtaugh's going to get caught. I think Murtaugh's going to get caught in his um, revenueer stuff. I regulator, agree. regulator, yeah. <laughs> revenueer would be the ones that we're collecting, right? Um, the um, exact opposite of what he's doing. I think so. Remember yeah. when he brings Jamie to that meeting and he's like, "Hey, hang on a second, man." Hello and welcome. 
welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, Marta. Jamie's like, oh, oh, it's deep. Oh, shit. Damn. I didn't know it was like this. Mm. That scene, when he fucking walks in that blacksmith shop, and he's there, and Jamie's, and then Marta turns around, and he turns around. <laughs> and for that to be the fucking isn't that the same episode as the brie no brie has to be later no man i think it is the same episode oh they didn't have to go that hard they went hard oh and then remember also remember fergus jumping in the front of that group oh dude yeah boom, 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 i really like boom, that boom. and then there's marsley i'm sorry granoli with the uh the carriage. Good shit. Good shit. It's good shit. Also, coin face. Being mm. there for Brianna. Ooh, mm-hmm. we're gonna see coin faces this, this season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Because right now he's her cover, right? Um, sort of. Roger's back, so I think Roger's gonna get in there. Uh, I think they they break their engagement. Oh. Um, <laughs> he's just the fucking best. I mean, damn right. I love that character, and he—he's just so fucking good. David Barry is so fucking mm-hmm. good. I was thinking about that the other day. I want him to get more work. He's just very good. Yeah. You know what I want for him? I want some fucking Netflix Christmas movie, so that a whole bunch of people on Twitter can be like, "Who's that guy?" Oh yeah, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the like the kid in To All the Boys, P, or To All the Boys I've Loved Before, who mm-hmm. now is a big deal. Is that a thing? I don't even know. I'm, I'm too so old for that. It. I'm so You're out of this definitely thing. not. Oh, trust I me. I know that there was a first one and now there's a second one. There's That's about true. to be a second one. I, yeah. I do know that that exists, but it's, it's not my. You like a rom com. Eh, eh, yeah. Not, as much, it's not as much as some people do. <laughs> it's, I mean, I don't like a rom com as much as some people do. But I that surely one. don't watch the Hallmark like Christmas movie shit. No. It's, it's, uh, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's you know what it is. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to pretend to date. It's one of those. Oh, oh. but okay. it's um, the, the woman who's the lead is very very good and yeah, mm-hmm. it's charming, extremely mm-hmm. and colorful and yeah, uh, thumbs up. Sisters, lots of very sistery stuff. Oh, that's cool. I'm a big to all the boys I, I love before fan. I'm not sold on most of the Netflix rom coms. Like I thought, set it up was fine and. Um, What's the one with Ali Wong and Randall Park? I like that always one. be my maybe. I thought that that one plot wise was like pretty ordinary. Oh yeah, but they were charming. And, and the that ki- fucking Keanu Reeves section in the middle, and the guy who played Randall Park's dad too. Was oh yeah, super good. very good, very very good. So yeah, and Keanu was just fucking that right. whole sequence was so fucking funny and good and mm-hmm. wonderful. And then at the end, the song. Um, anyway, if you like uh, that one, Twelve the Boys. Okay, Korean Family. Mm-hmm. The dad is John Corbett? Because As in white. Aiden? I think so. As in Northern Exposure no, no, slash no, no, no. Aiden slash good. Applebee's in your neighborhood? A, if, if it's not John, John Corbett, it's somebody in John Corbett's lane of a similar mm-hmm. stature, but I'm pretty sure it's him. Bill Pullman? Is there anybody else? It is not Bill Pullman. Two. All. Uh, it was one of my favorite movies of last year, honestly. Oh, I well, that's cool. I am a little bit worried about the sequel because it's a different director and the director of the first one I thought was really wonderful. Um, But I liked this so much I read all the books. Oh, okay. Oh, good purring. John Corbett. Yes, it was John Corbett. 
what I should have said was Northern Exposure slash Sex in the City mm-hmm. slash Applebee's in your neighborhood. God, that's good purr. Oh, and you're nudging it. Yeah. She's not even on her moon drops right now. <laughs> good kitty. Moon juice, I'm sorry. That's what we called it. <laughs> um, and then you, and again, I don't think this is a spoiler because they talk about it in this clip. Um, you are correct that Roger's skills being things that are mostly only useful in the future yeah. mm-hmm. um, is, a, is a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine that you meet your father-in-law <laughs> and first of all, He's you first encounter your father-in-law when he beats the shit as a story where oh, you're my. like a saving from the witch trial tossing a giant log with Paul your bare Bunyan. hands. Paul Bunyan. Fucking legend, right? Yeah. Like larger than life. Then you have to go searching for him through history. Then he's so wonderful that Claire straight up goes back in time knowing it might kill her and that she might never see her daughter again. That's how good this dude is. Then you see him for the first time and he almost beats you to death. Mm-hmm. And then essentially sells you <laughs> to Native Americans. Father Sting, what's never gotta, forget. Father Sting. Right? What's, gotta, what's that got to do for your self-esteem where you're like, this awesome dude Just hates me. me. He could not hates hate me more. Me. Then, Fuck. all of a sudden, it's like, I was wrong. Sorry, I'm bro. sincerely sorry. I fucked up your life. I recognize this. I'm going to try to make it right. And of course, it's a great apology because he's good at Everything except for not puking on ships. Weak semen. Weak semen. Weak semen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. um, and then... All Sophie, save some for later. After all that, you're like, okay, we're cool now. And now all you have to contend with is the fact that your father-in-law is on his second house that he's building with his bare hands in the middle of nowhere (laughs) on land he got from the governor of a state just because he seems like a cool dude Mm -hmm. while he's feeding his family with the animals he kills, sometimes with his bare hands. Oh, my God. And you have a nice singing voice. (laughs) Which, to be fair, your father-in-law does not. No, Can't carry a tune in a bucket. That's what you've got. You've got a nice singing voice and a bunch of very bad decisions you made with that man's daughter mm-hmm. and a nice head of hair. Hairy chest. Hairy chest. There was a whole argument on the Slack channel about whether or not hairy chests are a thing for ladies. Oh, I saw that. And They're real. W- I'm sorry. If you don't the, agree with me, you're wrong. It depends it on the chest. When an age and the, too. And the person. Yes. Yeah. Well, I will say, like, if you're gonna go full Alec Baldwin prelude to a kiss, that's too much for me. Yeah. That's like literally like a carpet on somebody's chest. Yeah. But if you're gonna look like Hugh Jackman in the X-Men movie when he first turns around as Wolverine, yes, please. Oh yeah. Do it again. <laughs> Turn around again. My chest hair is starting Turn to go again. gray. Really? Yeah. Well, that's not a surprise. You've been gray up top for a long time. Yeah, but you know, like there are certain areas you just kind of want that not you, to show up. Do you have uh, yep. your... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that happened a few years ago. Now it's showing up in like droves. I'm I just have like, not yet God. gotten that. Ugh. I have not had my first silver soldier down below. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> just like... And like it's when the light catches it and like you're just distracted and you look down and you're like, what the God fuck? God damn it. Come oh. on. Just for men. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Just for men is just, just bullshit. Just wax. Just for men looks terrible. Men, I know that at least two of you listen to our <laughs> podcast. 
You're very nice. Don't ever dye your hair with just for a minute. It looks really bad. Who's ready for another cookie? Don't do your eyebrows. My dad did that once. (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, my God. He looks so ridiculous. Why? (laughs) Someone said something and he thought he'd try it. And then he did it to his... He had jet black eyebrows. Chocolate thing? Oh, my God. That's terrible. That's really funny. I'm sorry, Mr. Pagel. I'm glad they grew out. Yeah. (laughs) It took a while. Oh, God. I saw... (laughs) I wish I could remember what it was. I finally saw the worst version of the Brian... Urlacher hair loss bill. Oh my God. Yeah. Terrible. It was the worst one. It was a very bad pun on his name, but it wasn't Urlach hair, which seems like the I mean, come on. It was one. right That's there. That's really, yeah. It was something else. Anyway. Patty. Every, the first time I saw one of those billboards, I was just like, why? You were so kind of like that brute, handsome, like big man with the bald head and like angry face. Like you, you had that working for you. Now you look like you got baby doll hair. Just, just goes to show you that we all have insecurities. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And that guy who could literally kill, kill anyone. Kill you. He could break you in half. He was apparently concerned about his head. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, your agent here. I've got an endorsement for you. Oh, is it Nike? No. no. Oh, is it Reebok? No. no. Oh, is it Gatorade? No. no. <laughs> what is it? Hair hey, replacement. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Wait, wait, wait. Do I have? Do I have? Do I have to get it? Yes. Ugh. How much money? A lot. Fine. <laughs> how much longer do I have in this football game anyway? Can you remind me how wait. many college educations I have to pay for? A lot. Fine. Or <laughs> wait a minute. I'm sorry. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a terrible football joke right there. Hmm. Used to love it. Now I can't watch it. Yeah. Oh. oh, these are like white flesh. I'm going to eat all the fucking cookies. Quit trying to pass in my direction. <laughs> no. Every time I find one that has two in a bag, I just keep passing. <laughs> I eat one, then me. pass them to Julie. No. <laughs> so no other Outlander related content to speak of right now. It's just that. I mean, we made that ambient room discovery. Uh, we That's did. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know what? Oh, chocolate. If ever, hypothetically, I get to speak to Ronald Moore, oh my the God. very first thing I'm going to say is, I know you had nothing to do with it, but I want you to know, the, the Outlander ambient room video, far superior to the Outlander Yule Log. <laughs> Here are the reasons why. A, B, three. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to do this really quick. Yeah. Are you going to tweet about it? Later, but not right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely going to tweet about it. I have very strong opinions about Yule Logs. No, what I'm going to pull up is Dr. Who Yule Log. Oh, yeah. we're going to do some compare and contrast Yule Log. But the- also the the TARDIS sound kind of has, I have a fraught relationship with the TARDIS sound. Why is that? Because when I was a kid and um, they would show commercials for Dr. Who on PBS, it would usually be late at night. And it would be like when I was watching by myself and I was trying to sneak downstairs to watch uh, Monty Python, and that was already a little bit too weird and freaky with stuff. Anyway, it, that sound kind of freaks me out. Well, it's infrequent. It's very holiday to me. Like it's I don't. I... Yeah, that's the sound. Mm-hmm. It's that sound and the sound of a fax machine are the two sounds I hate. Oh, that feels very CG though. Oh yeah, I mean it's animated. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, and then Sonic. you get the little. What's the name of the screwdriver? Sonic. Sonic. You just got a little bit of that. Yeah. See? Yeah, that one's fine. I'm. I can do without the sound of the. T- 
Hey! <laughs> that was a big jump. Was she trying to get on your shoulder? Yeah, she's also startling really easy these days. And then the other one, let's do. Yeah, well, this one I'm going to love. This one's going to be like. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's not Ladies and gentlemen, I have been dreaming of this day my entire life. I mean, we could just do <laughs> this now. Uh, that's, not <laughs> that's not it. I accidentally clicked on the wrong thing, but I don't feel bad. Okay, here we go. Yeah, oh, that's, that's great. I love that you. But I gotta him. tell you, when I want a Yule log, I just want I just want the fireplace. It's gr- I do love like I do love Nick Offerman. But see, I the the visual matters to me, but nowhere near as much as the sound. It's mm-hmm. the sound. Yeah, the sound is what makes a good Yule log. Like yeah. that's that's the most important part of the Yule log because you're not gonna sit and watch the log. You're gonna go do things. Now we're gonna try. 4K relaxing fireplace with crackling fire sounds. Okay. That's good. When I did my road trip this summer, like part of the reason I did that road trip was so I could have a fire every night Campfire. so that I could like mm-hmm. I could like listen to it and just hang out. That's that's the one I use. This is yours? Yep. 3 hours bonfire. Mhm. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a camp, that's a camp log one. That's that's not quite right. Here's what not to do. Fuck this. But no, turn it off. Terrible. Fuck no, that. It's terrible. Do that. Don't do that. God. It's an embarrassment. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Embarrassing. Why would you do that? You know what you should do? Birchwood crackling fireplace. You know what a better one would be? If you here's here's an acceptable use of having any sort of music like that. It's it's you see a phone on a table, the the ringtone happens, you see someone reach in. No, no, no. Fuck that. Ew. Someone reaches oh, someone reaches in. And they turn their phone off. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's it. That one's okay, but it's kind of quiet because maybe birchwood isn't as poppy as like a hickory or a maple. It burns really quick. Yeah. I'm learning so much. It's a light. Now I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna see how bad the frozen one is. Talk amongst yourself. I'm gonna pull up this frozen. God, I can't. I mean, it might just be frozen. I need to find new content. Been watching Star Wars for the past month. Well, there, I, have you seen the new one? I saw it today. There's right on. so much content. First of all, I don't know, Don. I don't know. Just text me. I know. I literally have nothing else <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> all I have is this is gift, content. Is this gift to give me? Just, just say, Allison. I want a sitcom, no laugh track. Dry humor, genuinely sentimental. Or, I want space, but not... Too, well, you would never say this. I want space, but not too sciencey. was what I was about to say. <laughs> Orville is actually really I good I want show. a family <laughs> drama that's occasionally funny. Or, I want animated, but sad. Like, I'm... Re- I have she nothing else. You're you're like you're like a personal like content bot for me. Mm-hmm. You can do like, here's my, here's my factors. What do you got? Hey, you, you out there, you boy, what day is this? Um, you listeners, feel free anytime, anytime when you're like, what should I watch? Just fucking tweet me. I've got nothing else going on. And by that, I mean, I have a lot going on, but I am always looking for a reason to procrastinate. Oh boy. Just like, oh God, I've got all, I've just got so many opinions. 
I will talk to you about Dickinson. I I will convince you to watch Dickinson. You can hear my evil spiel again. Speaking, well, you said Dickinson, but it made me think of Dickens. What's up with this fucking Christian Bale night before Christmas? It looks stupid. Are you thinking of the Guy Pierce Sorry, Christmas Guy Carol? Pierce, whatever, they're the same. <laughs> so, different actor. Same white guy. <laughs> no, very different. Whatever. Different actor, different story. Yeah. At least I still got there. You were there. It's bad. I reviewed (laughs) it last night. Don't watch it. Okay, thank you. Uh, He is an excellent Scrooge, um, and the cast is pretty good, uh, but it's like, what if A Christmas Carol was darker, and we made it not particularly uplifting and not cozy, but also not all that scary, but kind of gross? Mm. Plus, let's add in... Childhood sexual abuse. Yeah, let's do this. A Christmas Carol. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's do this fucking thing. Yeah. That produces room. Whoa. Yeah. It's Stephen Knight who did Penny Dreadful. It's oh. Um, oh. fucking A, of course. Thumbs down. Oh, but I like Penny Dreadful. Neil likes Penny Dreadful too. I couldn't get into it. Oh, I really. Every, I Ava Green was like, thumbs well, down. Massive crush for her, I guess. This goes without saying. Um, so we. Hold on, I've got to check this Yule log. We've got to do this properly. Bum, bum. And then we're going to wrap it up. Hoo-ah! Janine just signaled to me. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to, like, censor like, you. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> I've got places to be. No, I don't, I don't want to. Now it's a thing. Wrap it up! I, did, I didn't want to, like, I wanted you to give you an out, you know? I like. am looking for the... <laughs> Frozen Yule Log. It is recommending that I watch a Muppet Christmas Carol, <laughs> which is good. It's my of favorite course Christmas Carol. That was a very uh, good one. Fun fact, the opening of my review of the terrible FX Christmas Carol was about uh, a, the Muppet Christmas Carol, specifically because there is a line in the opening song that is a bunch of nice little Muppets singing on a corner, and they go, he must be so lonely, he must be so sad. He goes to extremes to convince us he's bad. He's really a victim of fear and of pride. Look close and there must be a sweet man inside. Nah! (laughs) (laughs) And the Muppet Christmas Carol does in 15 seconds what this Stephen Knight Christmas Carol attempts to do in three and a half hours. Boo! Where's the frozen And also Yule has, log. I'm Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> I'm that? taking this very seriously. I'm very seriously acting against Muppets. I'm Michael Caine. I love, that's like Have a- Have never, will never phone it in. <laughs> I want that to be a full bit okay. of like, here's Michael Caine doing uh, Fight Club. Mm-hmm. I'm Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Box. Uh, wrong movie. <laughs> wrong. You know what? Is this the frozen one? What oh, gave it's, it away? it's well, it's the Norse big fireplace, and it's like in a mansion, right? So this is her parents' house, the king and queen's place. Yes. And then is there songs? Pretty good so far. This one's fine, but once again, the fire part is just too small. Oh, it's pretty good. They didn't they didn't overdo it with the music at all. They did add subtitles, so you know the fire is. Well, popular. those are for me. I was transcribing. The Muppet Christmas Carol last night. No, that one just sounds like a traditional Yule log. And that kind of makes sense, though, because Frozen takes place in an actual, like, winter place. Yeah. Yeah. Like, good job. You know what? Good job, Frozen. Good job. You've made a lot of mistakes this year, Disney, but that Yule log's not one of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, But they made a million dollars off the Yule log. (laughs) 
Disney's doing okay. <laughs> I know. You think? Disney doesn't need your help. No, they sure don't. Um, patrons, where's our list of patrons? I don't know why I went ET just there. Um, that Comcast commercial. You know, okay, so back to doing retail for the first time in, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I provi- but provisions is different. Yeah. Also, I get to choose my own music. It's a very peculiar blend of like Christmas music and occasionally not Christmas music. Like for some reason they're including, and she's very good in it, but this is an odd choice. The Renee Zellweger versions of Judy Garland songs from the Judy soundtrack. Weird. So it's like clang, clang, clang when the trolley, right? But it's Mm -hmm. not Judy. Yeah. Um, And then there's Adina and there's a lot of pentatonics, which is, that's one of my, like, I just, I just can't. They have lovely voices. I'm so glad that they make so much money at Christmas time. It's not. Oh, I, they only get one song for me. It's the Hallelujah. I don't like the rest of it. It's too. It's just too much the, for me. just the Hallelujah. Um, there's the Adina. There's all that shit. But one of the things that's in this mix is the soundtrack to Home Alone. <gasps> it's my favorite. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's John Williams. Did you hear? Did you see the thing on Twitter where they're they're remaking Home Alone and then someone was like, "You guys should just cast Macaulay Culkin as he is now." and not explain that he is that age in this remake. Like, so he's like 40-year-old Macaulay Culkin getting left Is home. this real? Yeah, and Macaulay Culkin was all down for it. He's like, I'd do that. Well, except for now he'd get arrested. Except for now because he's like it's, literally trying to kill people. Because it's, those movies are about a small boy <laughs> attempting to violently murder, murder two and, and like fillet and yeah. like literally. Th- Light on fire one yeah. of them, yeah. That's what the redacted was so funny about was they turned him into the saw guy and oh, you know what, it's I'm real. So, I'm so sad that I it's real. It was really good. That. Kevin no. did a concussion count. He did a really good job. That's it good. was really, really funny. Oh, okay. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, I, I don't know that we're going to be able to do another one of these before the new year. Um, oh, no. it's New Year's is in a week. No way. Well, we were, we we were, were talking, talking hypothetically about, about doing like a New Year's Eve day one. Well, what do you guys do? You guys have New Year's plans, right? I think we'll talk off mic. Off off mic. Um, but obviously <laughs> we will be back soon because the Outlander preview information is going to start coming fast and hot. We'll be doing our swizzle nuff thing in the build up. Um, cause that actually works out perfectly because now we know it's coming back February 15th, 16th, 16th, but yes. mm-hmm. regardless, it's the boning weekend. So it's like mm-hmm. perfect, right? Oh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, uh, but thank you so much for listening and for supporting the show. Happy holidays to you and everyone you like. And if you're feeling generous, also the people you don't like and <laughs> definitely the people you don't know, cause you don't want to come down too hard either way on that. Right. right, like yeah. let's be safe. Yeah, happy holidays to everyone but Donald Trump. Mm. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. Basically, mm-hmm. well, yeah. and and anybody and then everybody who fuck isn't around him. I'll fuck all of them. Fuck but him. everyone else, happy holidays. Um, we especially want to say happy holidays to our wonderful patrons, all of whom we will list in a minute here. But I want to specifically shout out two of them at the moment, um, who both one just in general and the other specifically in the last couple of months went the extra mile to make sure that our Slack channel is a wonderful, positive space for people to hang out. Um, so Laura, thank you for organizing that amazing secret Santa. It Yay. is bringing people so much joy and that makes me so happy. And just this like physicalization of this connection that people are having, it makes me so happy. Uh, the other is our dear, wonderful Kiki, the, the wise. wise. 
who, when I said, Hey, how would you feel on days that Julie and I can't be hanging out in the Slack all the time? If you happen to be around being kind of like the unofficial Slack welcome wagon for people when they join, making sure they know how to use it and aren't just sort of lurking and they feel comfortable meeting people and all that. She said yes immediately and has been kind of a one woman. Hey, welcome to the conversation. Um, in addition to just being very supportive in general. So thank you so much, Kristen. Uh, <coughs> I'm sorry, Kiki, the, the wise, wise. Um, for all of your help, <laughs> support. <laughs> Sophie wanted to chime in on that one too. <laughs> oh, you just staring me down, honey. Are you okay? Um, and thank you to all of our patrons, but especially Amanda Newton, Jen Lander, Drunklin, Trish McCrary, Dr. J, Lori McGuire, Katie Kirshner, Beth Locke, Jenna Polkowski, Tanner Cole, Rachel Townsend, Steph Peterson, Tara Lucino, Catherine Marshall Eastman, Chantel Salters, Mary Lumpkin, Crystal Nanavati, Ann Gibson, Molly Layton, Ruth McCormick, Karen Marlowe, Flourish Root, Friday Payton, Kathleen Moniz. Hi, Hi Mom. Um, and where's the person who gives ten minutes on the five tier? Viv Pickles, which is Laura, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Laura. Um, and everybody else, too. You're all amazing. Thank you for making this show possible, for listening, for supporting, for saying hi on Twitter and on Facebook and everywhere else that you do. And um, I don't know. There's got to be a... You know, I, I feel like we should play the Outlander Yule Log, only then we all have to listen to the no. Skyboat song. No. Won't. Let's just put on a Yule Log and we'll fade out. Oh, that's nice. Say yeah. that on a crackle. You like, wait, hold let's on. see if I can get Sophie Pern again. Yeah. We've got to put some logs on the fire and put our feet up with our spiked hot cocos. And my uh, my LaCroix pepper mousse. Well, none of us is drinking hot cocoa, so you can just be drinking hot cocoa with no booze. She's in not, she's, it's a, she, she's it's not a ready. She's not oh, ready. Sophie's saying, not ready. We, just, we might have to go, we might have to go sans per. Okay. Okay. Well, I also don't have a U-log ready yet, so hold on. Um, you've got a minute to get that, that engine going. <laughs> Um, oh, it, it feels very cozy. I'm yeah. just gonna, I'm just gonna click this one and hope it's a good one. Oh God, Hogwarts winter music and ambiance. No, no, no. ambiance. Sure, give me Hogwarts ambiance. Just like small explosions in the background. <laughs> All right. <laughs>